0: Hey guys, welcome, welcome to another episode of Navigating No Contact with Toxic Parents. I'm your host, Tracy Principe. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you are not in the Facebook group, the Facebook group of the same name, Navigating No Contact with Toxic Parents, feel free to join us over there for support, um, free trainings and help if you have a podcast idea or want to reach out to me if you want to work with me, email me at Tracy at TracyPrincipi.com. It's T-R-A-C-Y-P-R-I-N-C-I-P-I. Tracy Tracy at TracyPrincipi.com. Feel free to email me, reach out with your podcast ideas, you need help, you want to set up a call to work with me on -on one-on-one. I do somatic experiencing and nervous system regulation. Okay, so today I want to talk about something um, that's come up for me, for me, and with a couple of clients really, um, really talking about the covert narcissist mother. Um, you could have a covert narc as father too, but we're going to focus again on mother being a covert narcissist. So there's the overt narcissist, um, and then there's the covert Narcissist and the covert narcissist is much more subtle. That was my mom, so I never knew I had trauma, I didn't even know um, because it's very subtle. However, that subtle manipulation. Um, and that subtle triangulation and that subtle emotional abuse is extremely damaging. And this is the hardest one to pinpoint because when you're in it you don't see it it's you know it's 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 so subtle oftentimes that it's you're not even going to be able to see it because, Um, Even though, you know, there's definitely signs and you might feel something is off. It's not going to be as overtly recognizable. And this, to me, in my opinion, um, for myself and my clients that had covert narcissistic mothers, it is still extremely damaging. Extremely damaging. So most people don't see this. I mean, I literally did not figure out that my mom was a covert narcissist until I was like late 40s, almost 50, okay? However, there were definitely signs that something was wrong. Um, so let's dive into that, okay? So not every mother is going to have that overtly narcissistic, you know, the overt narcissistic behavior where she wants to be the center of attention. Um, You know, she wants to socialize and do all of those um, overtly, you know, the overtly narcissistic um, personality style that we hear about, right? This covert narcissism is very subtle, but do not be fooled. Do not be fooled, right? Um, and so it's not going to be obvious. So that's the hard part. That's the hard part. It is not even going to be obvious. Um, and so myself included and my clients have a hard time reconciling that, right? So it's really hard to reconcile that. Um, but I'm going to tell you what woke me up to that whole covert abuse. All I had to do was look at my own life of addictions and failed relationships, that fight or flight mode. I, I mean, the, you know, all I had to do was look at my own life, the perfectionism, the achieving the, if I could only achieve more. Um, I just had to look at my own, I didn't have to look far, I had to look at my own life first to see that that just didn't, all those addictions, um, I started with an eating disorder when I was like 14, that just didn't come out of nowhere, right? That just didn't come from having available, loving, nurturing parents, That's. It doesn't work like that, right? So... Um, and that meant me taking a look at my, um, you know, those things in my own life to say, hey, wait a minute, I didn't have all those struggles in my life by having um, a loving, nurturing mother that met my emotional needs and validated my feelings, right? Doesn't, doesn't work like that. So think, you know, so look at your own life and be honest with yourself, um so 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 here's one of the things that I hear people say and I did this myself is that oh well she gives me gifts on my birthday and she always acknowledges birthdays and holidays and my mom did that too. My mom did that too, absolutely. Um and so that that's, you know, that's a caring person. Um, that's a caring person or you know she did those things so she must care or want a relationship with me and again that's really hard to decipher right so yeah my mom my mom did some okay things um and and that's you know That was the hard part. My mom did some okay things. She remembered my birthday and she gave me presents for, you know, Christmas and cards and all that. She did that. Um, And she also did some other things that I remember that um, that were really good. However... However, there was still those missing, deep missing components of being validated, being, you know, not being gaslit, right? Um and not being emotionally available and blaming um, those kind of things overshadow if I really think about it, the gift giving or those subtle other things that she did. Um You know, that seemed to show that she was being a good mother, right? Okay, so despite those outwardly appearances of some things that she did good, the reality of it was that I was invisible; that I didn't matter, and that's the truth of it. And that's the hard truth to accept. And that's why oftentimes we go into a deep denial or we minimize these other things. Well, she did the, you know, she did this gift giving, or she did this, you know, these things. Um, but the reality and the truth is that I took a back seat. I was invisible. I didn't matter. There was no emotional support. There was no. Um, empathy. I got blamed in a very subtle manipulative ways most times. So that was the damage, right? That was the damage. So the damage is subtle because there's, you know, and oftentimes with these types of covert narcissisms, they're not physically abusive. Um, They're not even necessarily verbally abusive. There is... um, you know, it's just all so covert, right? So, here's another way that I knew something was wrong with my mother. Although, obviously, growing up, we don't know that it's narcissism or covert. We don't know that. So, but just another way to, you know, my mom was not okay from the time I could remember. Um she, you know, she dated married men. Uh, she never was married. She never got married. In fact, she's never been married. Um, she just had weird, weird relationships with men, other men that weren't healthy. Right. So unhealthy people are not going to get into a relationship with somebody healthy. That's not how things work. Right. So, um, and my mom could never really like get her act together. She couldn't really hold down a job. She lived with um, my grandmother. I lived with my grandmother. My mom was very unstable. Um, and that's not normal, right? So that is not a normal healthy person. She she just couldn't, um, she didn't have any stability. And I noticed that. I remember that because she would get an apartment and wouldn't last very long. We would have to move, and she, you know, I, I and as a kid, I, don't, I guess, I don't know what happened if she got evicted, she couldn't pay the rent or whatever, but we would always have to move, and then we would move in. Um, if I wasn't living with my grandmother, you know, she would come live with my grandmother and sleep on the couch um, because. My grandmother only had a two-bedroom house, which one room was obviously my grandmother's, and the other room was my room. So I always thought that that wasn't normal. That was very strange, that my mom just couldn't get it together. Um, And, you know, she'd have a car, and it would break down, and then next thing you know, you know, it was always, like, very strange, like, just not, you know, able to make things work like, um, a normal person should, right? So I, I knew that as a child. I never knew what was wrong because nobody talked about it. So those kinds of things, if you look at your mother and she is in relationships, especially you look at her relationships, she's, you know, cheating, um, dating married men, um, single with no relationship. Um, failed relationships, abusive relationships, you know, those kinds of things are a telltale sign that something is wrong. Something is very, very wrong because healthy people don't act like that. They don't do that, right? So, um, you know, so those were some of the key, really key components that helped me realize that. Um, Something was definitely wrong with my mother. And, you know, I mean, I grew up in the 70s. So back then there wasn't, nobody used the word narcissism. I don't think anybody knew what that was. So, but that's the thing. So step one, look at your own life and your own coping. You know, what, what does that look like for you? Um, and step two, what, you know, what's really going on for her? Did she have those relationships that, you know, was she married four times? Was she never married? Was she, you know, what kind of relationships did she have with men? Your father or somebody, you know, stepfather or any, you know, what, what did that look like? Right. What what kind of relationship does she have with her own parents? You know, my mother Um, hated her own mother, my grandmother. Now, my grandmother wasn't the most, you know, loving, nurturing, um, affectionate person, but she, I knew that she loved me, right? However, my mother hated her, and I never knew why. Um, She hated her own mother. So definitely, you know, those kinds of issues. Or maybe she, you know, maybe she is trying too hard with her own mother, right? Has to seek that approval and affection and, and love from her own mother okay that could be another thing to look at if you know that you might not know that history um so the subtle blaming that she might do is sometimes she would outright blame me but other times it was so subtle she'd be like oh um, I know you get re- I know you get really angry, so that's why I didn't say anything or I know how you get. I know how you get. okay so that is very manip- that's actually very manipulative, right? Um, and it's a subtle manipulative form of blaming. Um, if you have siblings, which I did not, there's going to be very, very subtle triangulation. So the outward triangulation where she's, um, you know, you've got the golden child and the flying monkeys and all that and the triangulation. It's very obvious because she's pitting people against you. That would be the the overt narcissism. But the covert narcissism is going to be really subtle with your siblings. However, um, there's going to be some disconnect if you have siblings. there will be a disconnect. it could be um it could be somebody 's the golden child and you 're still the scapegoat but it's going to be really really subtle um, really subtle so look look at what that what those relationships look like, and is she you know, pitting your siblings against you in a much, much more subtle way. They didn't get that way on their own. Somebody, it's learned behavior, right? Okay. Um, and so with the covert narcissist, when you set boundaries, they might actually be, that. you know, they're, there's not that, um, they're not going to seek you out they might not even seek you out they might be the ones that kind of ignore you Um, again there's not going to be that overt seeking you out or hounding you or hoovering or harassing you right? Uh, it's going to be done very subtly so that's why the manipulation is so so hard to recognize it's very hard to recognize But you will feel a lot of shame Um, and you're going to be second guessing yourself for sure. And you're not going to trust yourself. And oftentimes you don't even know that you are, you know, you're on these puppet strings um, being controlled, seeking, you know, seeking out that love and approval from those covert introverted narcissists. So your your mom's probably going to be an introvert too. So my mom will actually say she always like, oh, I'm an introvert. She always says that I'm an introvert, and she is. Um, and that's why it's so subtle yet dangerous because they have this introverted, co- um, coverted manipulation. Right so they're not going to be that grandiose intrusive person they're not going to be that um, they might even be you know very sensitive and fragile. My mom is very sensitive and fragile so it's very hidden its can be very hidden, however, they're still going to have that um sense of you know it's all about them right so they're gonna blame you they're gonna deny they're gonna gaslight you know my mom would just be like oh that didn't happen I don't know what you're talking about it's gonna be very subtle um so one of the things my mom has done not often but she's done um very bizarre behavior so some of the things that I can remember just very subtle things if if she would get mad or um you know she's a very vindictive person it wasn't that overt you know vindictiveness it was very subtle so she would take something of mine and hide it and I it was crazy making because I would go look for an item um I would go look for an item and I couldn't find it. And I just, I was like, I knew she took it. I knew, I just had that feeling that she took it. And of course she would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't take anything. And I would get really, really angry cause I knew she had it. And it would literally turn up, it would turn up later. I don't know, you know, I'm just like, that was crazy making because I knew it wasn't, it wasn't there. And then all of a sudden it would be there, right? Um, and she still does that and the last time she did it was a couple of years ago right before I went no contact she stole my car key because I wouldn't take her to the store I said no I wouldn't take her to the store right then or whatever I don't remember the exact details she took my car key and it showed up in her purse a year later And she called me to tell me that she found my car key in her purse, and she doesn't know how that got there, but there it was. And that I knew. I, by that time, by at that I didn't know when I was a kid, but I knew as an adult, I, you know, that that I was just like blown away. Blown away by that subtle, dangerous, narcissistic, covert manipulation. So it could look something like that just to give you an idea okay a lot of condescending glares eye-rolling dismissive gestures groans and sighs right Um, very damaging so my mother wasn't wordy but she would have that verbal nonverbal cues that were poisonous, just really. I could feel my whole nervous system, you know, tighten up. It was definitely walking on eggshells, but not in the sense of yelling and screaming, not at all. Um, just a lack of eye contact and a condescending glare that just went through, pierced and eye rolling, and these dismissive gestures that just pierced me as a child. Um, and she was definitely selfish and self absorbed, very, very selfish. Um, but again, in that withdrawn self-centeredness, right? So, um, definitely never checked on me, never said a thing never said, how are you or what are you doing? It was definitely, but very self-centered, very self-centered. Um, and definitely that core of narcissism, the lack of empathy, right? Lack of empathy. So when I was sick as a kid, she thought... And I was sick a lot. I was sick a lot probably from trauma, right? Stored trauma. Um, She thought I was making it up because I didn't want to go to school. Well, I actually liked going to school. (laughs) So, um, you know, that was really far from the truth. So, um, very passive-aggressive, right? So a lot of passive-aggressiveness okay um and she would often you know her big thing was not following through on arrangements and you know when you're a kid and your parent says something and they don't follow through it is really heartbreaking really heartbreaking um and then just shrugging it off right or not saying anything or saying I made it up that kind of thing very very damaging um Definitely, she didn't like criticism, for sure. And that's when she went into victim mode. Oh, I'm always... You know, that she's said this forever. I'm always criticizing her and judging her. Um, So, like, I'm the bad person. Um, And then no friends. She doesn't have any friends. None. 0, right? So again that. And then I'll ask her about it and she's like, "Oh, well, I'm just an introvert." Which is fine, but I know that that's not the truth, right? That's not the truth. So, um, she doesn't like to be around other women. They make her feel, I know this now, but you know, she would just say, "Oh, I don't have any com- I don't have anything in common with those people. Those people and the truth is, she just feels really uncomfortable and inferior, and she hates that more than everything. Anything to feel. So again, going back to that narcissism of needing to, you know, be the center of attention in the overt narcissism, narcissistic. You know, and she can do that too. But in general, it is that covert narcissism of not having any friends and not being around people because she doesn't like to feel inferior, especially around women that she perceives as whatever. More successful, I'm not really sure, but so she'll just say, oh, well, I don't, um, you know, I don't have anything in common with them, so there's no reason for me to, you know, hang out with them. So that kind of very subtle, you know, but however... Again, noticing the strangeness of someone that, even as a child, never had any women friends. Never. Not one. Never. Not any friends. She hates women. She hated her own mother. She hated me. She hates women. So, not believing that that was true. That always was like an alarm bell going off, like, wait a minute, you know? Even people that are introverted, they might have one or two friends. So there was always, always that thing in the back of my mind going, no, that, that's not true. That's, that's not right. That's not normal. Right? So those kinds of things, um, are going to help you understand this covert, narcissistic, passive aggressive, you know, type of gaslighting and manipulation. So, Um, because oftentimes it's easy to put your mother on a pedestal because maybe she did some things that were good, right? And you hold on to that while maybe minimizing, denying, or ignoring some of the other issues. But again, the telltale signs are going to be you and your own coping mechanisms and relationships with other people, especially romantic relationships. And then the other telltale sign is going to be your mother herself, in busting her bubble, okay, and you don't have to actually do that with her, but busting her bubble that she created for herself, um, because, you know, my mom created a bubble that was bullshit, and so when I stopped believing that bullshit is when I could really see things for the truth of what they were, is that there is something seriously mentally wrong with my mother, um seriously mentally wrong, right? And I'm not going to deny that any longer. I'm not going to deny it because when I can say, yes, there is something wrong with my mom. She's mentally ill and she has probably several personality disorders and mental, uh, who knows what, right? But I can be honest about that and I can be honest. What it allowed me to do was be honest, be very honest with the fact that there's something seriously, seriously wrong with my mother. Not just a little bit, a lot. A lot wrong. And that allowed me to say, Wow, yes, I, I'm i not crazy. All that crazy making, I'm not crazy. And all those things that I thought as a kid, that I felt, that I felt actually, that I felt because I could feel it in my body, um, even though I didn't have anybody to validate me, I wasn't crazy There's seriously something really unstable about my mom. And there still is. There still is. There still is. She wasn't safe. She was not safe. So usually if we have these narcissistic mothers, they might have been often in very unstable relationships. Um, Your father might have been an alcoholic or an addict or, you know, abusive. Um... And my mom denied that as well. So there's a lot of denial with that. Um, And that created a lot of instability. A lot of instability because she was unstable, right? So looking at that as well. It's not normal. It's not normal. Normal people don't behave that way right so really coming to terms with that whole thing is a big deal it's a lot it can be really really overwhelming um, but it's the only way forward we gotta come to terms with it for ourselves for our own healing right you don't have to confront your mother with all this because most likely it won't do any good she's not able to hear you and I've done that many times and I'm sure you guys have done that too it isn't gonna work right So, But this is for your own healing so that you can move on, right? Because we've got to acknowledge just how deep this trauma goes. And that your mother was not okay. She was not normal at all. Because if she was, you wouldn't have had the things that happened to you. Somebody would have been paying attention. Somebody would have been there for you. They would have validated you. They would have you know, met your emotional needs, right? And so you wouldn't have all these, um, you know, issues. So in that way we can separate, you know, that's what we got to get to. We got to get to that separation that, you know, we have to separate from her. I'm my own person, you know, um, and whatever she did or didn't do or whatever had nothing to do with me it doesn't have anything to do with me now and it never did it never had anything to do with me um and that's when we heal because we're not looking for that love or acknowledgement or um acceptance or whatever it is. we can stop looking for that because it's never going to happen and we can see things for what they are right so especially if you um, have other family members or siblings in that triangulation, you know, you can see that for what it is. And for whatever reason, you are the black sheep. You are the scapegoat. You're the one that has some kind of awareness, right? And I always remember as a child, I was like, mm, something's wrong here. I don't have anybody to validate this. So is it me? Is it her? But, in you know, just something isn't right. Um, and so I'm not, you know, this something right just that something is what you got to hang on to that you're not crazy and that little thing that maybe you said is it her is it me no it's all of that is coming together and that's not normal okay all that subtle abuse and manipulation is not normal not normal. It's not it's not, you know, what normal people do. It is not what normal people do. It just isn't. And so seeing that for what it is. Okay? So again, hypersensitivities Um, They might even be shy and withdrawn and introverted, hypersensitive to criticism. Um, They might be isolated. They might. um, Definitely holding grudges, you know, but they might not. Again, it's going to be very, it's going to be internalized. Envy is going to be internalized. It's not going to be that... Overtness. It's going to be very internalized with the subtle manipulation around that. They envy you, right? Okay, they feel very inadequate, very inadequate. Um, and so, but again, it's going to be very, you know, they're going to internalize that more, right? So that, you know, all that envy and jealousy that my mom had for me is very internalized, very subtle, Um, But it very, very, makes her very fragile. Very, very fragile. So she's not going to be this boisterous, um, outspoken person. And again, I clearly remember her the faces she'd make. Oh, really, really piercingly cold, awful. Um, You know, just almost like silent treatment. Very damaging, very, 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 very damaging. So really think about that um, because, I, again, that, that covert narcissism, I didn't figure this out until I was almost 50. And I see this a lot with my clients that have possibly, you know, those subtle um, covert narcissistic tendencies in their mothers, okay? Okay. So it's very hard to recognize. It's very hard to wrap your head around. It's really hard to come to terms with this. It's really hard to come to terms with the fact that your mother is a narcissist and a covert narcissist. Um, Extremely damaging. All I have to do is look at my own life. And all I have to do is look at her messed up life. I mean, just ruined. Completely ruined. So those are the two telltale signs, your own life um, and hers, right? Not normal. It's not normal. Not okay. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that wraps it up. Let me know what you guys think about that. The covert narcissist mother, this is not talked about enough. Because again, I believe that most people that have a covert narcissist as a mother don't even know they have one. That was my experience. You don't even know that your mother is a covert narcissist. So this is why we don't even hear about this. We hear about the overt narcissist all the time, but not the covert because it is so, so subtle, but so, so damaging. So let me know if that resonates. I'd really like to hear from you guys on that. Because again, this is something that just isn't talked about. Um, And this might help someone, you know, who might have felt that crazy making. Covert narcissism is effing crazy making. So if you've ever felt any of that, if this resonates with you... Let me know, reach out, email me. I'd love to hear from you on this, what you guys think about this, if that resonates for you, okay? All right, you guys, I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Again, go to the Facebook group, Navigating No Contact with Toxic Parents. Email me directly, tracy at tracyprincipe.com. All right, you guys, see you next time. Thanks again for tuning in.